again, everybody. Thank you for joining us on FBS Fireside, the place where we bring men to life by bringing life to men. And I'm so happy to be here with you. My name is Jaworski Vance. I'm here with my amazing, wonderful friend and co-host, Tally Gannon. Tally, how are you doing today, brother? Oh, man, I'm doing amazing. Super duper, as they say. Uh, very excited to be a part of the program today. And I just look forward to this amazing topic uh, once again it takes a king to raise the king. No doubt about it. It takes a king to raise a king. And we have a great show for you all today. And before we dig into uh, some of the things that we've been working on for you guys, uh, Tally, you mind bringing us in and with a word of prayer? Without a doubt, let's make it happen. Father God, we just thank you for right now. We thank you for this space that you've given us to proclaim your glory, to continue to encourage and empower people. We pray, God, for the men of the world, our young men, our older men, our in-between men. God, we pray that you continue to raise them up, help them recognize the king that's inside of them and their rights and responsibilities to change this world from their homes to their communities to their neighborhoods. So we pray right now that this program edifies and builds them up in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for that, man. I just have to tell you, Tally, recently uh, my boy has returned home, man. He'll be staying here with me for uh, quite a bit of time. And, and I'm just so excited to have them, man, just to see them grow into the young men that God has created them to be and give me a chance to cultivate them into kings. I'm just really excited, but I want you to help me out, man. I mean, what are some of the characteristics that you think are important to uh, help a young man understand how to be a king? Man, let me tell you, uh, you'll be amazed. I got my inspiration from two little boys this past week. They were no older than five and six. And the thing about it was, is that, you know, what triggered the whole thought was that these young boys, you know, they got in the car with so much confidence and so much boldness about, you know, they was just having their own little conversation. Like they was in their little world. And I said, you know what? That is the making of a great king. Is that, you know, it's not about, you know, the, the global size, it's about, you know, being the, the leader of your realm. And immediately what came to mind, man, we played a song with Lion King and we had a good old time. And I said, man, this is what it's all about. First of all, you got to have an anticipation and the confidence that you was designed for greatness. Oh, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. And most kings definitely feel like they were designed for greatness because they recognize that they have a kingdom to take care of. You know, one of the things that I think about when raising my sons is, is just trying to instill in them a great deal of integrity, you know, where they say what they mean and mean what they say and stand firmly on their values and convictions. You know, Dr. King once says, a man cannot stand on your, your neck if you if you're standing straight up. Mm -hmm. bent over and, and and to be a king i know there's a lot of training to teach kings how to even wear the crown because the crown will fall off your head if your head is tilted and right. so i try to teach my boys integrity in order for them to be kings yeah you know and it's amazing you said that because when i was thinking about it just in that teachable moment um just in contrast a lot of our young girls when they're when they're yet babies, they're literally giving baby dolls to begin to take care of, even from a young age, and psychologically being prepared for motherhood and don't even know it. Um, but what are we putting in the hands of our young men, getting them ready to become kings? Uh, a lot of times we may put a football in their hand or a basketball, 
Um, but we need to begin to put a, you know, put a crown on their head and put a book in their hand so that they begin to realize their real power is not just in their ability to throw a ball, to catch a ball, but it's also to read a book and to make a, a clean decision. Right. And to be head of a family to show them how to take care of themselves, to show them how to navigate through this world, to be a leader and a role model, someone who has uh, integrity and compassion for their fellow man, as opposed to <laughs> what a lot of young men think when they get to be king, that everybody's supposed to serve them as opposed to them being a servant to all. Mm. Well, you know, that's really what that that's really what that movie Lion King was all about. I mean, it's amazing because when you think about it from the time that Simba was born right into the time he took the took the throne, it was already understood that he was going to be the next king. And when God tells us in his word, he says, we're a royal priesthood, a chosen generation. So we have to be mindful as men that we should be always guiding our, our young men in the direction of kingship. And so that's why, you know, the song I played for these two young boys was so powerful for me because I first heard it in 1994 and it's just as powerful now. Well, fantastic. Well, let's transition into that song, man. Take us back to 1994. This is Lion King. Just can't wait to be king. I'm gonna be a mighty king, so enemies beware. Well, I've never seen a king of beasts with quite so little hair. I'm gonna be the main event like no king was before. I'm brushing up, I'm looking down, working on my road. And we're back. Man, Jay, I tell you, I appreciate you entertaining uh, at least my thought about it, but I did also being real, and I'm challenging men and fathers out there, listen to the song and embrace the fact that we have young men waiting, can't wait to become kings, and we got to keep building our communities for them to become leaders of. Yeah, no doubt about it, man. A lot of times in communities, you know, young men are looking for male role models and they're looking to be kings. But if they see somebody that's the drug kingpin, mm. they see someone that's the king of the gang, if they see someone that's the king of the women, they're likely to take on those character traits. Mm. And they can't really help it because that's just the king in them identifying with the alpha male, identifying with the best version of the most powerful man that they see. Right. And that's, and you're right. You know, the thing about that is that's why back in the nineties, you know, that song, you know, that other Gatorade commercial, I want to be like Mike. Cause at the time he was perceived as king of the court and a lot of men, including myself, you know, that I made him my, my aspiration to be like Mike. Um, because I wanted to be great. And so we now are trying, now we're in a time in which we're calling everyday men to recognize their greatness so someone can inspire to be like them. And they don't have to look through a TV or a radio to find someone that can be sitting right there in their own house. Right, man. You know, back in 1994, you know, that Lion King song was out and everybody was trying to be like Mike and very few people in especially fatherless communities were trying to be like somebody else's uh, father, you know, because you just didn't have a lot of male, fatherly, husband, positive role models in the community, unfortunately. 
And but I just want to encourage all of the men out there who are feeling like they want to do a better job for their children, want to do a better job for their families to just continue to walk that path and be a positive role model. Be there for your family. Love on your children. Hug your sons. Hug your daughters. OK, be nice to their mothers because they need to see that. Yeah. And uh, I'm saying I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, coming back into our current realm, you know, there was a, the sitcom uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and to watch Uncle Phil take in a rebellious Will Smith and raise him up in, in, a, in a royalty type situation out of coming out of a bad situation, even when in the absence of a father, uh, you saw the embraces and you saw the nurturing and patience that it took to raise up a young man, a young man who really didn't know his own way. And so I think right now we need to also embrace our extended role to help as many young men uh, find their way. Yeah, definitely. You know, another person I think about, even though he's gotten into a lot of trouble lately, his his TV personality was the best in the business. And that was Bill Cosby on The Cosby Show. You mm-hmm. know, he raising Theo and setting such a great example of character. And then whenever anybody came over there, he was also able to set an amazing example for them, too, about what strength, character, right, uh, comedy all of those things necessary for to reach people in their hearts because laughter is good for the soul. And when we're raising kings, we need to provide provide those types of environments for people to be able to receive discipline, love and integrity from positive male, male role models. You know, and I'm glad you brought that up. And I mean, just to put it, to be honest with you, because the other side of the conversation is that we do have a generation of um uh, angry or rebellious or frustrated young men. And a lot of them had a lot, of, they got a lot of words for their, their biological fathers who may have fallen off or not there or whatever the case may be. And it's being taken out in the classroom, it's being taken out in the streets. And uh, we have to be on a mission, if you will, to, to recover the hearts and souls of these, these wavered young men. Yeah, and I think this next song will help put it into perspective for many of us. And I really would encourage you all to listen to the lyrics of Dear Dad by Mission as he speaks about some of the challenges that young men men face in the absence of their fathers. It's Dear Dad by Mission. Hey, you know what? You ain't got to do nothing, Uncle Phil. Hey, you know, ain't like I'm still five years old, you know? Ain't like I'm going to be sitting up every night asking my mom, when's daddy coming home, you know? Who needs him? Nah, you know what, Uncle Phil? I'm gonna get through college without him. I'm gonna get a great job without him. I'm gonna marry me a beautiful honey. And I'm having me a whole bunch of kids. I'm gonna be a better father than he ever was. And I sure need him for that. Cause ain't a thing he could ever teach me about my kids. Yeah. Be honest. Can I be honest? I ain't really need you no way, man, break the silence Guess I held it in for too long, was keeping quiet If I seen you right now, I would probably resort to violence Tell me, where were you? Ask my mom and she ain't have a clue Say coming back, don't believe him, it was never true You the type to run away from problems, never face the truth Ain't even had to say goodbye, that's a sucker move Supposed to give corrections, strategically teach me lessons Larry whooped us for no reason, was supposed to be my protection Man, I wanted to learn your ways and even learn your profession Supposed to teach me how to save my spending habits is reckless I was low-key jealous when my friends brung their dad around Three, when I seen you, I remember when you laid me down But you never picked me back up 
up and that's what's crazy foul Got up on my own and need you then and I don't need you hey, now Hey, wasn't there to teach Real. me how to shoot my first basket, but I learned, didn't I? Hey, I got pretty good attitude, didn't I, Uncle Phil? Got through my first date without him, right? I learned how to drive, I learned how to shave, I learned how to fight without him I had 14 great birthdays without him, he never even sent me a card Be honest, can I be honest? I ain't really need you no way, man. Break the silence, poke my chest out. All of my feelings, I try to hide it. Teachers ask me why on Father's Day. Always seemed silent, found acceptance in the gang. Booger Town, I was with it. Older males tried to bring authority. I was distant, stepdad was in the house. Might as well been missing. Slap my mom. Big brother knocked him out up in the kitchen. Mama really tried the best to turn a boy into a man. It's some things about a man a woman just don't understand. Vice versa, I'm for certain I don't understand a person who could leave a baby in this world Turn and leave them hurting, ain't bitter, I'm just expressing Forgive you, it ain't a question, your absence turned to a blessing I'm solid, man, I ain't stressing I got four little babies, I'll do anything to see them smile Man, on my own, they need you then and I don't need you now Every boy needs a dad, yeah But you weren't there for me Absence was a blessing, yeah Instead of one, God sent me, me three. You might have been a donor, but you never were my daddy. No, no, you left no. all the work for my mother. You washed your hands of me, and you did it so easily. I may just be fronting just a little bit. When I say I didn't need you But that just may be the pain talking Cause I needed you And we're back. You know that that song there. It's a little. You know, people may say it's a little. You know, a little, a little rough in the beginning, or this or that. A little hardcore, a little hard on a man. But I said, you know, a lot of times we need to hear the cries of our young men before it turns into something else. Um, I think that song was very powerful because it was an articulated uh, version of what a lot of young men are suffering in silence. Right, right. We definitely need to create conduits or opportunities for the young men to speak. Recently, uh, one of my sons was having some challenges. You know, he's a young man, 19 years old and having relationship issues and uh, dealing in America where young men are being killed. And I, I called him outside and I said, hey, son, uh, I just want to spend a little time with you. He said, what's up, dad? I said, hey, man, I just want to check on you and see how you're doing. What's your mental health like? 
You know, I just went straight to it because that's my son. He knows that mental health and his well-being and happiness is important to me, you know, but I just feel for the young men who don't have somebody to talk to in that way. And he was like, you know, he gave me some insight into what was happening and we had a really healthy exchange and it just felt great to know that I could be there for him. And I hope that one day he'll be able to do the same for my grandchildren. Yeah, and I tell you, uh, what they call doing a checkup from the neck up. And that's why the Bible says, he says, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind. And sometimes as a, as a father, as a, as a man, uh, we got, we got to help, you know, help each other hit the reset button or, or at least kind of get our thoughts going again to share what we're going through. So I think it's very relevant. I think the song and some of the character depictions in the song was relevant to the fact that there's times in which a man has a lot to say, a young man or has a lot to say, and you got to provide a space and an environment for him to share it. So um, he doesn't implode or in some cases explode. Man, ain't that the truth? When I was a young man, man, I was so angry, mad at my dad for doing what he did, mad at God for allowing it to happen, and and mad at my mom for not giving me an opportunity to talk about it, and just angry and upset all the time, truthfully, you know, until God saw fit to bring other men in my life to help me navigate through some of the challenges that happen when you're that way, you know, and it's no small thing. Man, I tell you, and that's why we're here. I mean, if you've not had a chance, you know, I would, I would encourage you all out there, um, fbssons.org, go to the website, check out some of the pictures, check out some of the information, check out some of the content, because, you know, we are trying to provide a safe space for men to express themselves in a creative and constructive way. Uh, it, it, I can't wait, Dwarski, when we get to the point where we open up this and we got some men coming online that's going to really share and, and connect uh, with our listeners out there. And so I think this is a very relevant time to realizing that this is the time for kings to rise up and to become uh, what God is calling them to be. Definitely. One of the challenges that I see in one of the scriptures that I heard was what good does it do a man to gain the world and lose his soul? One of the things I love about, I really love mm. about the Bible is the more you study it, the more it speaks to you in different ways. And what that scripture spoke to me, the way that scripture spoke to me is we've got many men who are more into worldly things, worldly pleasures, and the souls that are being lost are the souls that they help to create in their children. Mm. You know, and what good does it do a man to gain the world and lose your son? What good does it do a man to gain the world and lose your daughter? Mm. And that that's an extension of your soul. But when right. we are there to cover them, the world changes. Mm. And you know, I'm glad you brought that up because uh, that that's exactly what I thought when I heard about when I read the scripture. Sometimes, sometimes I put my name in there. I'm like, well, what profits the world for tally? You know, for me to gain everything in the world and lose my sons. You know, I heard, I know the scripture says souls, but I thought about my sons, 19 and 18 year old. What, you know, what price, what is it out there that's, that I'm willing to exchange for my sons? And it's nothing, you know, I mean, it should be nothing. But like you said, the narrative of society right now, um, we're going to have to re, re, rebrand, rebuild and revalue the the bat, the worth of our children, you know, our sons are very valuable and we need to be able to in, in, encourage them to realize their true value is not in what they obtain, 
but it's in who they are, their character. Yes. And I think that the more men realize that, the more they get back to the basics of taking care of their children, their sons and their daughters, it too will become well with their soul and they won't have to go seek so many other uh, feelings, so many other vices to deal with life as it is, because they will be bringing life and life more abundantly to the seeds that they created it will truly then be well with their soul. Thank you so much, you all, for joining us on this show today, Tally. Thank you. I really appreciate you for being here. Man, I'm excited. And I, like you said, I'm seeking peace that passes an understanding. And when a father takes his role as a king of his home, his family and community, uh, it is truly well with the soul. Lord, we just thank you so much for this day. We ask that you just continue to bless all of our listeners and give us the strength, the wisdom, the peace, the love to endure the times that we face. And I ask a special prayer for the men that they will stand up and be who you created them to be. Lord, we love you and we trust you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Until next week, everyone. Grand earth Seas that are shaking and stirred Can be calmed and broken for my reason